you've got to master leading yourself. So that's about self-discipline. That's about experience. That's about controlling your feelings. So you've got to lead yourself. From Wise Mentoring is the Wise Guys podcast, a show about accounting and bookkeeping practice owners and the many stories, lessons, and tips from their experience of transitioning from a time-poor practice to a business that runs without them. I hope you enjoy and subscribe. Yeah, and it's certainly something that we want to touch on, um, and I wouldn't mind getting your feedback on, Jamie, because you've obviously been through this experience, and I think it's about going back to basics with some of these things, guys. Time is still one of the biggest, if not the biggest constraint in growing our business. And it's because we just can't break through that barrier of figuring out where to divert it. We can't make more of it. So we have to free up the time that we're currently spending on certain things in order to, to best use it. Or we hire good people and delegate properly to those people in order to, to again, free up our time. So Jamie, I always like the story of you telling us when Ed, and you obviously knew of the principles of quad A, B, C, D, or one, two, three, four, and working in quad two is where we want to be. But can you t- retell the story about how you positioned yourself to continually focus on working more in quad two? I'm pretty sure to remind you, if sure you know the story, if you don't, I'll prompt you. <laughs> You might have to prompt me, but essentially the best way that you can do it is to, what I found was to list all the tasks that you do in a month and a year. In the early days when I did it, you know, it's probably had a list of 50 or 60 items. And then every board meeting, I would review what I'd moved out of urgent and important over across to not urgent, but important. And every month I would look at that and and I would feel pretty bad if I didn't take anything out of, you know, quad one. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to have self-awareness because when you go to work every day, it's so hard, it's so easy just to do the tax return yourself and say to yourself, oh, it's quicker if I do it myself or I can make, you'll say to yourself, I can make more money doing it myself or it's quicker. And you've got to stop yourself there because that's the very thinking that will stop you moving forward and achieving your goals. And for me, it was all about literally how much I could delegate and how fast I could do it. And uh, yeah, I do, I do remember, I think I know what you're referring to. I just do recall one time when you sort of have an epitome, I guess. I still remember I pulled up at home out the front of my house and I said to Ed, why can't I withdraw from this business? It's driving me crazy. <laughs> how do I get my time back? I was, I was quite sort of upset with myself. <laughs> And Ed said, look, you've got to do it in a staged approach. You've got to remove yourself from Division 7, 6. The owner has to withdraw themselves within your profit-making capacity because, you know, depending on what fee levels you've got or where you're at in terms of your turnover, if you just, like, switch your productivity down to zero tomorrow, well, you're not going to have any money. (laughs) So you've got to do it in a staged approach, withdraw from Division 7, 6, five and so on as the fees increase and so you know how do you do that you do that with your capacity plan you do that with the cash flow forecasting the way that you successfully do that is with the planning and if you plan ahead it de-risks things you can see things coming the worst thing is is when you get a surprise or a shock or you can't see something coming in your business and it makes it 
more risky and then you don't have as much confidence if you don't plan either. I, I think it's so underrated the value of planning because it has like a multiple effect on the outcomes of what you're trying to do. It's like every discipline that you have including you know the daily huddle meetings the weekly meetings um, that I know a lot of firms are starting to do you know like even down to the detail in the weekly meetings with their team looking at okay what have we built so far this month versus what's our budget how are we going to get there how do we get those last few jobs out so that we can meet budget and then you know keep that finger on the pulse develop that momentum and that winning culture and that's what you want to do and that's the heartbeat it's those four sort of critical meetings that in my experience hold are the glue that holds the firm together towards reaching its goals and the owners reaching the goals as well and lifting everyone in the process happier clients happier team members and shareholders and suppliers thanks for tuning in if you like this episode please remember to subscribe and leave us a five-star review for more practical wise tips on how to build a business that runs without you head over to wisementoring.com forward slash podcast to download a free copy of the Accountant's 20-Hour Workweek Playbook. We've included a link in the show notes below. See you on the next episode.